Hi, this is Carl Weathers. You're listening to Stuck in the 80s. Ding, ding. Yes! Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the pop culture. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. The lingo. 30 inches of thigh slapping, blood pumping, nuclear brain damage. And the love. Casey, could you please play Waiting for a Girl Like You? Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Right. What are you doing here? Business. Your action, Jackson. Some action. Either gotta be queer or a cop. I'm not queer. You have no idea who I am, do you? No, I don't. I'm the club pro here, Chubbs Peterson. I'm offering to teach you how to play golf personally. For free. You're pretty sick, Chubbs. Hey gang, Spearsy here. I'm all alone, which you know I hate to do, but I just wanted to say a few words about the passing of an 80s icon, Carl Weathers. I don't think there are too many actors that everyone will attest to just being an all-around great guy. But Carl Weathers was one of those people. Now, you may have first hated him as Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, but I bet you jumped out of your seat when Rocco beats Apollo while racing down the beach in Rocky 3. And let's face it, you were one of the first to cry when his character is beaten to death by Ivan Drago in Rocky 4. You probably cheered when you saw Carl clasped hands with Schwarzenegger in Predator. Maybe then you winced a little bit at the hammy role that Carl plays in Action Jackson. He shined in whatever role he was given, though. Chubbs in Happy Gilmore, Freddy in The Comebacks, and even Carl playing Carl in Arrested Development. For me, I remember seeing him in Force 10 from Navarone. Sure, go Google it. It's a 1978 World War II movie that starred Han Solo, I mean, Harrison Ford, and the late great Richard Keel. I watched the movie so many times on HBO that my family was baffled that I still wanted to buy it when it came out on DVD. That's something I finally got a chance to tell Carl in person one time on Stuck in the 80s. Back in November 2009, uh, my co-host Sean Daly and I got to interview Carl to promote his TV show Brothers, which had just been renewed for another season. It's a short interview, only about 10 minutes long, but it meant the world to us. Today, when I heard Carl had passed away at age 76, I thought about those 10 minutes. What a gift it was. Thanks for the memories, Carl. We'll definitely miss you. Sit back and enjoy our 2009 conversation with the late, great Carl Weathers. Hey, Carl? Yes. Hey, this is Sean Daly. I'm a writer for the St. Pete Times. How are you? I'm doing good, Sean. How about you? Oh, I'm excellent now. Hey, I'm joined by Steve Spears, who's an entertainment editor with uh, TampaBay.com. And we got to say, Carl, you have been a dream interview for years for us. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. I mean, we're, we're huge fans. You even sound like Carl Weathers. That's awesome. <laughs> it's nice to know. <laughs> hey, so you're rocking it. Uh, Brothers Sunday Nights on Fox. 
Yeah, yeah, we're having a great time too. Man, really are, great time. Are you giving Strahan acting tips? There's, you know, I, I wish I could say I was, but the guy is so talented and he's such a natural. And he's such a great guy to be around. There are no tips. His work ethic is just, I mean, it's stellar, man. So, you know, he's actually an inspiration in a lot of ways because he's a fun guy and he's a guy who just comes to do the work. And there's never any, there's just no issues, you know. So it's great to have a guy who comes from, you know, the NFL at, at, at the level that uh, Mike did and, and to see him just succeed. I just love it. Hey, let me ask you, why do football players always make such good actors, better than other athletes? Well, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to it, really, but I think there is something about um, the world of football and, and the form of entertainment that it is. It just seems to, you know, if a guy uh, like Mike, who is photogenic, and a guy is smart, and a guy is articulate, and a guy is uh, a quick study as he is, um, who just, you know, the camera seems to love him, who has that ability, uh, it just works time and time again. And just seems that football, I guess, provides the kind of world that best suits what guys in front of the camera uh, who are actors do, maybe much more so than a lot of other sports do. Yeah, it's okay to say football players are just smarter. I mean, I played football, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is this. I don't know that acting and, and intelligence are necessarily, uh, you know, they don't necessarily go hand in hand. Or, or being smart and being an actor necessarily goes hand in hand. But there is something about uh, the ability to translate, uh, you know, what you feel on the camera and, and have personality come through. And football does allow for a lot of that. Let me, let me ask you this. If, if football players make great actors, why is it that the co-stars of Predators make such good governors? <laughs> hmm. Well, funny that you ask. I don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, I think those egos in Predator were so substantial <laughs> that uh, the guys in, in, in that movie all seemed to think we could do anything. Uh, so maybe there's maybe there's the answer. I don't know, but uh, you know you had guys there involved, uh, myself included, who always had tremendous aspirations. You know, as they perspired, they <laughs> they aspired. Uh, so um, maybe that's the answer. Uh, it was a little obviously though a little infectious because uh, the politics uh, on that set didn't seem to be as as pervasive as the politics after the movie was made seemed to be and how it carried, uh, you know, certainly uh, Arnold and, and, and Jesse into governorship. What was that like? That must have been like a huge, like, uh, pissing contest. That I mean, so all those Constant. egos and macho. Constantly, constantly. Constant. We had so much fun with it, though, because, you know, as, as much as you can push uh, another guy when you're in a, an environment like that, if he... If he for a moment shows a crack in his armor, boy, you just get in and you just, you know, you're like a vampire. You go in and suck the blood out of him. <laughs> but in, in that case, uh, those egos were so huge, nobody would let anybody get the best of him. It just was. And also, how do you retain your own personality despite how another guy might try to mess with you and bring you down? You know, it was just great every day uh, to be with a group of guys like that. Uh, you know, just a lot of sweat. Didn't have to worry about your wardrobe. Didn't have to worry about makeup. It didn't matter. You just got there and uh, mowed down the jungle. <laughs> 
Hey, so when you walk down the street, Carl, I mean, what do you usually get the most when people shout out at you? Do you get do you get uh, Apollo? Do you get Chubbs? Do you get Action Jackson? What, what do people usually shout out? It depends on where I am. Um, you know, different age groups. It's funny. If you're anywhere from a 16 to a 20-something, it's either Chubbs, Arrested Development. Oh, right. Yeah. You know? Uh, if it's a it's a if it's a family group, it's Predator or mostly uh, Rocky, but sometimes Predator pops up. And if it's just those sort of geeks who love uh, <laughs> action movies, then of course it's going to be Predator. There's just no question about it. So it's just kind of funny. And and you know, most recently, obviously, people who who love comedy um, between Arrested Development and Brothers. I mean that that seems to be the thing. You know. I, I got to ask one question about brothers. I was watching it again last night online on the Fox website, and um, I keep staring at the part of your upper lip where that beautiful mustache used to be. Used to be, I know. Well, I'm hearing two things. It's like, man, you shaved all your hair off, man, and your mustache, and it's like, whoa, what's going on with you? And all I can say is, you know, it's another era, another time. Carl Weathers had to reinvent himself yet again because if I'm if I'm doing the same thing and appearing to be the same person, it's just very hard to keep people, you know, interested. They just, you know, they hey man, I saw you already. You did that, you know. So the mustache went the way of everything else into, you know, the the, the new me. I don't know. There are three people who should always have a mustache. Carl Weathers, John Oates from Hall Oates, and Tom Selleck. Oh, my God. Do you know how often I hear this about the mustache? <laughs> I, what am I going to do now? Am I, I going to have to grow the damn thing back? Come on. Uh, you're Carl Weathers. You can do whatever you want. You thank know? you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you, you. You mentioned Rocky. and I've always, I mean, you, you appear in the first uh, four Rocky movies. Is, do you have a personal favorite moment from those films? Wow. That's a good question. Well, I mean, first of all, the first Rocky was just, you know, it was just, it was what it was, man. It was uh, sort of the genesis of, of, of a career that's lasted for a long time, you know. Even though I'd done work before that, that was the thing that sort of put me in people's minds uh, and in front of people in a particular way. Um, I don't know about a favorite moment. I, I, I think of all, all the things that are memorable for me was in Rocky Four, being on the same stage with uh, James Brown. Yes. Uh, growing up America. as a kid, you know, growing up as a kid and, and an icon like James Brown, and then to actually wind up on the stage with him. I mean, that's, man, that's how many people, you know, can say that one of an American icon you shared the stage with and had a great time uh, being on stage with him. So that was a special moment. <laughs> 